And now, presenting the Star of the Show podcast with your host, Delaney Swift. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Today's episode is a solo episode with yours truly. And today, I want to do a little influencing. I want to influence you a little bit. I want to inspire you maybe to act in a certain way. And I want to inspire you to act like yourself. What if I told you that you were meant to be here for a specific reason? What if I told you that the world needs you to be exactly as you are? How would you act if I told you that like people in your life, the world as a whole needs you to be exactly yourself in order for the world to be a better place? And how would you start acting? What would you start doing? How would you start acting truer to yourself if you knew that that was the absolute best thing that you could do for yourself and for everyone else in your life? It is actually the least selfish thing that you can do is do things for yourself and make yourself happy and express yourself and be fully 100% you. Now, it's funny because a lot of times when I do these solo episodes or yeah, do any of these (laughs) episodes, honestly, where I'm talking about a specific topic, it's usually exactly the message that I want to hear that I'm telling myself in my head, or I'm thinking of or realizing and just keep coming back to. And I want to share the same sentiment with you all. I have learned, whether it's through therapy, whether it's through books that I've read or resources that, you know, I've come upon, whether it's a course that I've taken through life coaching, like I have done it all. I went through a period of time, like three years ago, where I hired a life slash business coach. I was in these like groups and communities of like-minded women where I was trying to like completely change my life. I quit my job. I was trying to start a business. I was ingesting every single type of like self-help resource that you possibly can, whether it was books, podcasts, I was journaling constantly, I was getting readings done, whether it was like a human design reading or an astrological reading or um, like a medium type of reading, Um, trying to like find out about my past loved ones or you know, what happened to me in a past life and learning more about myself that way. I've taken all of the personality tests. I've learned a lot about astrology and human design and about any self-help type of resource. I've taken courses for self-development. I've taken business courses. I have tried to start a business and it didn't work out the way as planned. I've had to get a part-time job to pay for my life while I was starting a business. I've lost my savings. I've gotten credit card debt. I've made money back. I've gotten another full-time job. And then when that didn't go as planned, I had to get another full-time job. Like I have had to do a lot of self-exploration. You know, I lost a parent in college. 
I've, you know, gone, I've gone through a lot of different trials and tribulations, whether it was like of my own doing and things that I've made mistakes I've made on my own. You know, I've, I've hurt people. I've hurt loved ones. I've hurt past people in past relationships. I've made terrible mistakes that were solely about, you know, just me thinking this was the best thing to do in the moment. And it ended up hurting other people and hurting myself in return. I've, I've done it all. I, well, I actually probably shouldn't say that because I definitely haven't done it all. I'm only 28 years old and I'm sure I'm going to make a lot more mistakes and I'm going to question myself more. I'm going to doubt myself more. I'm going to doubt things more. I'm going to probably mess up. I'm probably going to succeed in some things. I'm probably going to be happy. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be disappointed a bunch of more, a bunch more times in my life than I already have been. But what I am trying to get across here is that I have found through all of these different things that I've done in order to better myself, quote unquote, better myself, or these ways that I've kind of like explored myself further, whether it was through like a course or a book or a journal session or like, I don't know, doing any sort of introspection practice, that it is absolutely paramount that each and every single one of us is ourselves and true to ourselves. And for some reason, that is one of the absolute hardest things to do. I think in today's culture especially, but I think it's super important that we start doing it now. That way, when things only get harder with social media and AI and, you know, just having more and more access into people's lives, I think we have to be okay with ourselves now and fully express ourselves now or learn what that even means, learn what we even like, learn who we even are now before we allow ourselves to like let anything else infiltrate our world. And what I mean by that is, I mean, okay, for example, okay, I grew up, I was born in 95. So I grew up where we didn't have social media in like until I was probably finishing up high school. We had like MySpace, Facebook, AOL, AIM, all of that. And then Facebook and got more popular when I was like ending uh, ending high school and then I think my junior or senior year of high school, Instagram came out, probably my junior year. But at that point, it was all like posting just like photos in a square and you'd post like a selfie of like your zoomed in face or like a picture of you at a party or just random like photos with really weird filters and strange captions. And it was just super embarrassing. So, and I I don't even remember like having access to social media at school But now it's crazy because I'm a 28-year-old and I am more addicted to social media and content and consumption of content than I ever have been. And that's just wild to me. So I definitely am afraid for like people who are younger than me or people who are being born now and what social media is going to look like now. But that's not really the point of this episode and my whole spiel here. But what I'm saying is like when I was growing up, 
I didn't have this like easy access to everyone else's lives. I may have thought I did in a way because of like MySpace and Facebook and things like that, but I don't really even think I thought about it like that. Like I don't even really remember comparing myself to people the, the level that I, to the level that I do now. And I know I definitely did because there, of course, like you're in middle school, you're in high school, you're comparing yourselves to like these other people that you see in school that are cool or popular or have great hair or great skin or great clothes or have more than you or whatever it is, great at sports, great at singing or acting or whatever you were into. I know I definitely did. And I think that a reason why I am the way I am today is because I was always just like average at everything. I was good at, I had good grades, but it wasn't like I was like the best in class. Like I always had like probably over a three, five GPA, which is like good enough for me, you know, but, and maybe like a 4.0 here and there, whatever. But I never was like amazing at any sport, amazing at any, like anything I really did. Like I did acting, I did singing, I was in chorus I was never like the best. I never had the lead. Well, maybe like once, but I just never felt like I was like overly amazing at anything. I was just like, okay at a lot of things. And I was comparing myself to these other people in in school because I was like, wow, I just wish that I could be like really amazing at something and people like admire me for that. But when you're like in middle school, high school, in those like adolescent ages, you are definitely more susceptible to comparison, right? So it's natural that when we're younger and we're growing up, we're going to have those thoughts and feelings. Where it gets worse is when you add social media into the mix. We have like an overwhelmingly amount, an overwhelming amount of content and ways to see into people's lives than we ever have before. We have social media posts, we have stories, we have TikToks, we have YouTube, we have podcasts, we have like Facebook Live, Instagram Live, TikTok Live. We just have way too many ways to see what people are doing. We also have Snapchat, Snapchat stories. We have literally ring cameras where you can see what people are doing at all times when they're walking past your house. You have like that content forever. And it's not just like certain things that we compare ourselves to. It's not just surface level things where it's like their clothes or, you know, the trips that they're going on or their hair or whatever it is. It's like their skin, their mannerisms, their body, their the money that they might have, the relationship that they're in, the, I don't know, the access to resources or money or, I don't know, the type of job that they have, the apartment that they live in, the type of, I don't know, food that they're eating or they have access to or whether it's, you know, just looking at like all of these things that they have in their life. If you're watching like a YouTube video or a TikTok video and you see someone constantly posting hauls or getting new things, it's like very triggering and it's very easy for people to compare almost every single aspect of their life to other people. Now, the reason that I put such an emphasis on this is because we are in this culture, in this time of influencing, right? Of 
people who are creating content and are influencers and they literally influence you to buy certain things, to buy certain products. Their goal is to show you in an authentic way. I mean, for most creators, right? That this content or this product, this shirt, this skincare routine, whatever, is what you should be doing because of X, Y, and Z. Here's why I love it. You should buy it. Here's my code. And they're constantly like pumping out content. You're seeing something new almost every single second when you're scrolling on social media. You're also seeing these relationships that are like seemingly perfect. You're seeing these lives that are seemingly perfect one after the other when you're scrolling on social media. And you kind of just have all of these pieces of information thrown at you without your consent. Like it's like you're just scrolling and it could be a really happy video. The next one could be really sad. The next one could be um, a perfect relationship. The next one could be here's my skincare routine. The next one could be buy this shirt. The next one could be this is my amazing outfit. And it's just like all thrown at you. So you feel like every single aspect of your life is wrong, is it's just wrong. And you shouldn't have this, but you should have this. You shouldn't dress this way. You shouldn't act this way. This is the way to get followers. This is the way to get likes. This is the way to be, to be liked. This is the way that people will want to be with you, want to be friends with you, want to follow you, whatever it is, right? So I think that more and more now, it seems like people are following people because of the person. Like people are starting to see through a little bit of like the perfect scene on social media, but it's very hard in this day and age, right? To not compare ourselves. And this, the whole meaning behind this doesn't really even have anything to do with social media and comparison. It really just has to do with the fact that how we are living now, a lot of us, I feel like it can be very hard and confusing to find out how to even be ourselves, how to act like ourselves, how to know ourselves and how to express that, right? So through some of the work that I've done (laughs) that I mentioned at length at the beginning of the episode, I have realized that you know, no matter what you believe in, whether you believe in God, whether you call it the universe, whether you, you know, believe that we're all souls who leave this earth and then are reincarnated or, you know, just always a living soul somewhere, even when we, you know, leave this earth. I believe that we are brought into this world for a purpose. And no matter what, no matter what I believe or you believe, I think that all of us are have come into this world for a purpose, whether that's, you know, to just live your life to the fullest with what you have, whether that's to invent something, just make everyone in your life happy, be a, a kind soul, whether that's to be a millionaire, whether that's whatever it is, it doesn't even matter about those specifics, right? It's just you have a unique purpose and you have so many things about you that are special, that are unique, that are different from other people. And that's for a reason. I didn't come into this world to be Reese Witherspoon, (laughs) to be this 
influencer, to be Oprah Winfrey, to be that one girl that you're always really envious of. No, you were brought into this world to be yourself. And I find that I am most inspired by people that are fully themselves, that are comfortable with themselves, that express themselves uniquely, that aren't trying to be like everyone else. And there's times where I feel like I'm tapping into that and I'm really fully myself and I'm just expressing myself and I feel creative and I don't feel the judgment as much. But there are other times, most of the time, where I just find it utterly confusing to be myself and to express myself and to even know myself because I am seeing so many aspects of other people's lives that I want, that I want to be like, that I want to achieve, the money that I want to make, the the things in my career that I want to happen, the type of clothes I want to wear, the type of places I want to go, the type of skin I want to have, the type of, you know, tan that I want to have, whatever it is that I'm seeing, it's really hard to tap into being okay with yourself. But think about it. You have so many pieces and parts of you that are completely unique to anyone else. Like, for example, my dad's an Irish, my dad was born in Ireland. I'm an Irish citizen. I have an Irish passport. I grew up in a huge family. I'm an only child, but I have a huge extended family. My parents are 10 years apart. Uh, My mom's from New York. Um, I grew up watching British shows. I didn't grow up in an American household where I was watching American sports all the time. I was watching like golf and tennis. I, my, one of my biggest heroes in life is Rowan Atkinson who plays Mr. Bean. I have a very weird sense of humor. I listen to a lot of eighties and seventies music. I'd almost rather listen to that than anything that's current. I have a very unique style that I don't feel like I get to like express enough. I... I'm very pale. It takes me a long time to get tan. Um, And I'm just now starting to be okay with that. I have, I live in Florida, even though I never thought I'd live in Florida. I have a theater background. I didn't really ever play much sports. Um, I I have friends in multiple different states that I've moved all around. Um, I've moved to Las Vegas, Nevada when I was in high school. I lived in North Carolina when I was growing up. I'm from Ohio. It's just... You have so many things about you that are so particular to who you are that you can name right off of the top of your head. And it would be so easy for you to spot those things if you just focused on them more. I honestly encourage you to write a list of things that make you unique and make you special and make you happy that and proud about yourself. Like, I love my lips. I love my voice. I love my style. I love my kind heart. Whatever it is that makes you special, that makes you unique, that you love about yourself, I really encourage you to write that down, focus on that, journal on that. And even at the end of the day, instead of focusing on the things that you did poorly or beating yourself up for the things that you didn't get to do, you didn't get to that day, the mistakes you made. Focus on the things that went well. Write a list of all of the things that you did well at the end of the day. Like I did the dishes. Um, I did, I worked. I went to the grocery store. I took a shower. I worked out. I did the laundry. Whatever it is, like you will find that you're actually more impressed with yourself on a day-to-day basis than you think that you are in your head. 
because chances are the majority of the time we're just beating ourselves up in our head. And I think that a lot of times the reason that we don't get stuff done or the reason that we don't achieve our dreams, the reason that we don't make progress towards the things that we are really passionate about in our lives is because we keep denying ourselves of like the compassion and the kindness towards ourselves. And we just are constantly beating ourselves up for not being like so-and-so that we see on Instagram or for not having X, Y, or Z, not being a certain way, not having achieved enough. And then we just get in our heads every single day and are are mean to ourselves in a cycle. Like, why haven't you done this? I can't believe you didn't get this done. I can't believe you didn't do this. I can't believe you don't have this. And how is that ever going to be motivating? How are we ever going to want to do anything when we're just berating ourselves for not being there yet? That's not fun. That's not encouraging. That's not how a friend or a family member would treat you. So why would we want to treat ourselves that way? If we think it's unacceptable to talk to other people unkindly, then why would we treat ourselves unkindly? That just doesn't make any sense to me, but yet I still do it. I still I'm mean to myself in my head. I'm still unkind and beat myself up. But it just seems so counterintuitive when you think about it. Now, going back to what I was saying previously, like I even had a reading where the woman who was doing this reading had basically explained to me that like every soul is here for a purpose. So let me try to explain this the best way I can. Say you are acting like a kind of like a shell of yourself. You're trying to kind of copy what everyone else is doing. You just want to be like a carbon copy of what you see online, on TV, whatever, and you kind of act how you think is acceptable. You're probably not going to attract the people in your life that are meant to be with you, that are meant to be friends with you, that are like-minded people you may not ever find that true community, those like soulmates that are meant for you. And sometimes I I think that like soulmates are meant to be not just like our partner. I think we have lots of soulmates in our life, like our friends, our family members, people that we are meant to meet in this life that are like destined for us to meet, that our souls just connect with really well, whether it's for a day, a week, a month, a year, a lifetime. I just think we have lots of soulmates that we're supposed to meet and you may disagree with that, but I do think that there are people that just like come into our lives for a reason because of, you know, who we are at that time in our life or that they're really meant to just be there forever. Now, say using that same example, you're acting like everyone else. Do you think that you're going to get the job that you want? Do you think that you're going to get the opportunities? Do you think you're going to get the responsiveness? Do you think you're going to get the money or the house or the travel or anything that you actually want if you're not truly being yourself? I actually really don't think so because you're not attracting what's meant for you. You're not putting yourself out there enough for for people, for things to come to you that are actually really meant for you. Now, obviously I'm not trying to be all woo woo, like, oh, you know, just do be yourself and things will just magically start happening. No, but I think that when you're yourself and you're unapologetic about it, the right things just start showing up because 
those things are attracted to the way that you are. And I know it's really hard to be yourself because it's like you just want to be loved. You want to be accepted. You want to be liked. You want people to respond well to you. But I think you're doing yourself a huge disservice and other people a huge disservice by not being yourself because people don't get to witness all of you in your entirety. And there is probably some amazing pieces of you inside that people don't get to see because you're hiding that version of yourself. Think about it this way. If you go to your closet and you pick out an outfit that you absolutely love based on no one else besides you just like loving the outfit and every piece has been crafted to perfection, but it might not be like exactly what's trendy, exactly what everyone else wears, but you go to a party and you get compliments left and right. Don't you think that that is going to feel way more rewarding than if you went to the same stores, same everything that everyone else goes to and wear the same exact outfit that everyone else wears and get compliments on that. That's not going to feel as good as rewarding as fulfilling because it's not really you. So I think that there are a few ways that you can try expressing yourself and play around with it. I think that you can wake up in the morning and I think you can just journal and brain dump and say, how am I feeling today? How do I want to show up today? You know, who am I? What do I love? How do I want to express myself? And then just let it flow. Just write down whatever comes to mind. I think you can also just brain dump in general. Don't look at your phone, your phone, your phone first thing in the morning and just write down everything that comes to your your head. Just write down whatever's in that little brain ears because then you'll start to actually get to know yourself like what's on my my brain? How do I want to show up? How do I want to fully express myself today or like what is coming to my head? Like is there something in there that I'm not fully letting out? And I think that you can look at your closet and make fun outfits with things that you already own. Try literally just going like a week or two or a month without buying anything new. This is easy for me because I honestly don't really buy that much new stuff ever. Like I honestly don't go shopping much. Um, And like I've honestly been trying to give myself a little experiment to wear what I already own and play around with things and make new outfits out of the clothes that I already have and the accessories that I already have and stuff. So try for a week, two weeks, a month, or more, whatever's manageable to you, just going in your closet and using things that you already own and wearing those instead of like buying something new, craft new types of outfits that feel good to you. And even if it feels like a little outside your comfort zone, but you know you like it and you're like, I don't know if I want to wear this out of the house, just try it. I promise you'll start getting more and more comfortable with yourself once you start just leaning into that uncomfortability of like truly expressing yourself because I know it can be uncomfortable. Another way that you can kind of pinpoint this or express being yourself in public is by saying what's on your mind. And I don't mean be an asshole, but it don't agree with people just to agree with them. Don't say what you think is cool to be liked. Like say what's on your mind and express whatever you're thinking, not in an asshole way, but just 
say what comes to mind. Like, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Also, don't be afraid to, like, talk about the things that you like if you think that they're not what everyone else likes, like a show or a book or, I don't know, a topic or maybe you like, love history or whatever it is. Don't be afraid to talk about those things and you just might find someone else that really likes those things. I think that by putting yourself out there and being unapologetic about the things that you think are cool and enjoy then you're going to start finding that it's really not all that weird after all and that a lot of other people might actually like that. And you'll find a community. You'll find people around you that like those same things. And I can't even tell you like how surprised, pleasantly surprised I've been by the times that I've said and been vulnerable to people about mistakes that I've made or you know, things that I felt were a failure or I was embarrassed about and I've expressed these things to other people or like specifically friends and they've had such a pleasant response and it's only brought us closer. And I think that we think so much that we're going to, you know, not be accepted if we say something wrong or say something embarrassing or cringy or weird. But I think a lot of times people are just craving authenticity and for you to be yourself and craving imperfection so much so that like they find an even even deeper connection when we also open up and be ourselves because it inspires other people to open up and be ourselves be themselves rather so and I I mean think about it like I genuinely find so much comfort in when people are expressing themselves because then I feel like I can fully open up and be myself as well. When you just allow yourself to be who you are and knowing that like that is the actual purpose of life and that people should also be themselves, then you'll be, I think, amazed at like what starts opening up for you. There is nothing more annoying to me than when I feel like people are withholding and not opening up and being themselves. I understand that it's harder for people than others, but it's like, what's the point? And I know that I'm not perfect. I don't always do this. So maybe that's just like me seeing myself in them, but myself, not myself. I don't know what just happened to me, but I just glitched. Anyways, you cannot fit yourself into a box that you're not meant to be in. Maybe I'm a triangle. I'm trying to fit myself into a square box. It ain't just, it ain't going to work. Okay. So instead of denying that you have your background, your past, your parents, your upbringing, your skin color, your attributes, why not start accepting that and allowing your who you are and who you're going to be define you rather than being so hung up on the fact that I don't have what he has or what she has and beating ourselves up about that because that's not productive and that's not the point. That's literally not the point. I personally don't want to be a carbon copy of everyone else and I don't want anyone else to be a carbon copy of anyone else because I want to meet new and unique fun people. I want to meet new people 
who are different because I want to learn things from them. I want to see the world in different ways through their eyes. And that's what's going to happen for other people when you are yourself, when you are fully just all cards on the table. This is me. This is who I am. This is where I come from. And here's what I bring to the table because this is who I am. It's just so refreshing And I think it's very relieving when you can finally just accept that you are who you are and that's exactly the way it's meant to be. Maybe in another life, you'll have those things that you are are seeing everyone else have, but I think in this life, we need to be okay with who we are and that is the way that we're going to actually find peace and happiness is when we can just fully radically accept who we are. So let me influence you to be yourself, who you are, and fully show up as that person because the world needs you to be that way. We need you to be that way. And it is quite possibly the most selfless thing that you can do is be yourself. Do things for yourself. Do things that make you happy because when you're doing that, it's inspiring other people. It's allowing other people to see you in this positive way. And you are showing up as the best version of yourself for those other people. You're not resentful and mean and nasty because you're trying to be someone that you're not. You can show up fully for others because you've chosen to show up for yourself. I was just watching Tube Girl on TikTok. And if you do not know who Tube Girl is or what it is, basically she lives in London and she goes on the tube, which is like their public transit, their subway. And she makes these videos of her basically dancing on the tube in transit and goes in front of like where the door is and the wind blows when the train is moving. And she just dances and like lives her best life, videos herself while people are literally sitting there watching her and her hair is like blowing in the wind and she's blown up online. And she's literally creating this whole like confidence movement. Basically, she said that Even though people are watching, she still films anyways and looks crazy, but anything for the video. So if we can all walk around like Tube Girl and be that confident with what we're doing and what we love doing, I feel like that is the best way for us to make the world a better place is to just fully show up confidently in who we are and what we love And we'll all honestly just be happier people and be more at peace with ourselves. So hopefully I can be the biggest influencer for you right now to influence you to be your freaking self and go do something today that makes you happy, that lights you up, that just makes you feel like the best version of yourself. And let's all go just live in Delulu land. How's that sound? Okay. I hope you all have an amazing day. Be yourselves because that's exactly who the world wants you to be. That's who I want you to be. That's how we're going to attract the best things for ourselves. And I believe in you. I know that there's a lot of things that make you special and the world wants to see more of that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and this inspired you to go and do at least one thing today that lights you up. And I'll see you here next Wednesday on the Star of the Show podcast.
Thank you so much for listening to that episode. If you are loving the podcast, please, please leave a rating and review and tell others what you're loving about the show. It really helps grow the podcast and helps me create more content for you. If you have suggestions for the pod or questions you'd like me to answer, you can always email staroftheshowpod at gmail.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next Wednesday.